Art is more than just a composition of beautiful colors and carefully placed brushstrokes. When we can think about it more expansively, that is. Welcome to the Art of Podcast, a show that unveils the masterpiece resulting from you taking your healing into your own hands. I'm your host, Leah Fisher, a trauma survivor turned multi-awarded reflectionist artist with a master's degree in counseling. My highest intention is to create a community for self-healers. Together, we'll unlock your own creative capacity to design a life of holistic wellness and embrace the healing journey, one step at a time. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Art of Podcast. I'm Leah Fisher. I'm your host. And thank you for listening today. I'm going to give you some more information about my show that's happening in less than a week. Oh my gosh. And my book launch and kind of what that's about. And I'm going to read another reading for you today and just kind of talk to you about some things. But I mean, at first I just want to check in. How is everyone doing out there now that it's spring and the sun is out and our energy is kind of moving in a different direction? I don't know if you guys can feel it or not, but I am so feeling it. For my astrology people, I've got a transit where Jupiter is conjunct my moon in Taurus. And man, I'm feeling super peaceful, jovial, happy. And this is not always my play space. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm whenever I feel really peaceful like this, I'm kind of always, you know, I like it, but I'm kind of waiting for something to happen, the other shoe to drop. And I'm just not feeling it right now. I'm feeling super peaceful. I'm very, very grateful. And it's beautiful here in Dallas. I've been really busy. I've been finishing up the paintings and the writing for this book launch that's happening next Saturday at Simulan Galleries. And so I've been working a lot, been super busy doing creative works. And I have to tell you, I never feel quite as good when I'm really productive in the, in the creative realm. And I've been getting a lot of stimulation lately. And so I have zero complaints and I'm really just looking forward to next week. In addition to that, I was part of an event last Thursday, I think it was, I don't know when you'll be hearing this, but with Texas Lawyers for Children, and they raise money for educating lawyers about foster kids and in, in the foster care system and, and educating them on trauma and how to handle it whenever they're navigating the legal process. And so we had a big event at one of my very... Um, probably one of my oldest best friends in the whole world, Andy Carr and her husband, Kevin Carr, they own a brewery called Community Beer Company. And it is amazing. I think it's 60,000 square feet. And as the name suggests, they really support charitable organizations and giving back to the community in any way they have. They have a, a dog rescue, Dallas Pets Alive, right on their property there. And it's just really cool. If you guys are here in Dallas and you like beer, Oh my gosh, you have to go. It's amazing. It's so much fun. The vibe is so high and so nice. And even if you don't like beer, they just, they have cocktails. And if you don't drink at all, they have the best non-alcoholic beer that you've ever tasted. It's called Nada and it's great. And they have four different flavors of non-alcoholic beer. So um, anyway, it's just a good time. So we did that on Thursday and now it's just all about, all the preparation has been done and just putting on the final touches and, and my part in it is dwindling down. And so I'm super excited. 
now I just get to talk to you guys. I'm doing this format on this podcast this week. Um, and then later on this week, I will release another episode right before the show. So if you're digging this, then then you'll get a little bit more. And if not, then we're going to have some more guests and everything when uh, this is finally over. So Anyway, I thought that I would read to you another vignette from my book. And what I'll do is when I make the post about this, I'll post the painting that I'm speaking about during the show. But I think you'll kind of get the idea and the gist of of what I'm saying and what I'm trying to portray just by reading it. And I just might add an extra layer to go back and find the picture later, maybe. So this is my vignette that is written about a painting called Self-Portrait, No Mask Required. And this is actually displayed in the Thompson Hotel in one of their restaurants if you ever want to go see it in person. Okay, so here we go. One of the most difficult things about writing this book was having the courage to tell my whole story, the gritty, unsavory part that under no circumstance would I ever reveal on a first date. Shame and perfectionism constantly whispered in my ear. Maybe you just leave that detail out. We don't have to tell people everything. I have been hesitant to share such personal secrets with others, many of whom I felt may not be able to identify with these emotions. I have, however, come to believe that most people can at least sympathize. I mean, can't we all identify with these emotions on some level or another? Aren't we all conditioned by advertising and social media to constantly question our position and appeal to others? A complete barrage of messages. Buy this and you will be prettier, safer, richer, thinner, smarter, healthier, and perfect. Do buy, consume in quotations, this, and you will be happy and loved. It's astounding, really, that the same old obsession that drove an eight-year-old girl is still programmed in all of us, at least to some extent as adults. Artie Wu, entrepreneur and meditation teacher, put this into perspective for me, how I was wounded by this thinking and coping mechanism of perfectionism. He taught me that I was conditioned by my family, society, and myself to believe I had to wear certain masks in this world to be accepted and loved. In my particular instance, I had to wear the masks of good girl, pretty girl, smart girl, normal girl. I started to understand how conditional my love was towards myself and how even the slightest inadequacy was detrimental to my perceived worthiness. If all of me wasn't in line with the world's and more specifically my own unrealistic expectations, I was bad, not worthy of love, not even from myself. I think this will be an ongoing process for me to recognize these masks I wear, but slowly I diligently remove them one at a time, and perhaps I will put them back. But I truly believe that we are all much more similar than not under all these layers, and underneath it all is our divine humanness waiting to be revealed. So, I push through my shame and self-doubt with the goal of communicating vulnerability with authenticity. I hope to see these aspects in others as they join in the unveilings as well. I will have to work diligently at reserving my judgment about myself and others, and I have a sneaking suspicion that this is where the really tough work actually begins. It's fine, though. I think I'm up for the task. And in the end, I really do believe what I have heard from many wise souls. What other people think of me is just really none of my business. Isn't how we see ourselves the only thing that really matters? Maybe it's true, but we'll never know until the masks are gone. So... Yeah, this is kind of how the book works. It's a a portrait that I painted and then a little vignette that's very much an autobiography, just kind of my thoughts about what the painting brings up, you know, their faces and they're very emotional. And so that's what this one brought up for me. And I just wanted to talk about 
the uh, way we show up in the world that maybe isn't exactly authentic. I mean, I know authentic is is really a, a buzzword right now, but we're just kind of in the space where there's a lot of presenting going on, a lot of performing, and we're all pretending like we're okay, that we're happy. And, and I think that it really, it's not really working for us anymore. Those days of pretending that everything is functioning and, and, and we're feeling okay, I believe they're, they're pretty much gone. They're, they're set, our culture is shifting a bit, you know, Whenever, I mean, gosh, 30 years ago, you would, you wouldn't have heard anyone really talking about any of this stuff, perhaps maybe Phil Donahue or Oprah Winfrey, but it was not part of the dialogue that was happening on an everyday today basis. But now, at least in my social circle, it is very acceptable to say, I'm having a bad day. I think I'm triggered by my trauma and this and that, and really exchange information on how to deal with it and actually heal and overcome it. Now, we don't want to get in the trap of using our trauma as a way to trauma bond with people where you always want to talk about your problems without any solution. I don't really believe that that is very helpful to anyone. In fact, one of the issues that I really have with traditional talk therapy, maybe going in and and just rehashing everything that happened to you, just talking about it, analyzing it, reinforcing it is that it doesn't really change anything that much. You know, I, there is some value in it because you feel heard, you feel, uh, seen and you don't feel as alone. So that is positive, but it's not really going to heal and fix the issue. Right. So, you know, we, we don't want to, we don't want to go too overboard with this and just be speaking in psychobabble all the time to everyone without some kind of solution oriented goal. I'm a big proponent in telling your truth, showing up, saying who you are and, and really releasing the shame around it. But that is just the first step. You must always take some aligned action and do something to eradicate it because you know what's not fun? Just sitting there listening to people just pontificate about their their shit, right? <laughs> it's 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 really uncomfortable for everyone. And I and unless it's a very close friend or a therapist, I don't suggest that, you know, you really just dive into it in party conversation, which I mean I've been guilty of, believe me, a million times, but um it's probably something that I need to work on. But I don't really love it when people do it to me, but the point is be solution oriented. Just awareness of your issue du jour is the first step. It's awareness, acceptance, and action. And there's so much stuff out there that you can pick up and utilize. You know, that's what this podcast is all about. If you go back through the prior episodes, I give many, many resources on whatever topic we are talking about that you can pick up and you can learn all about what you're going through because I can guarantee one thing, whatever issue you have, no matter how unique you think you are, there are just so many people who have been through what you've been through. There's no need to reinvent any wheels. There's no shame in educating yourself about your inner workings and in your world and, and doing something about it. And 
So much of this information is just at our fingertips for free, which is incredible. What a time that we live in. I mean, look at podcasts because you're listening to this now. The resource that I'm citing for that reading is Artie Wu with Preside Meditation. And I'll link him in the show notes. But uh, doing his program was so enlightening for me. And, you know, I've read a lot of books and I've watched a lot of things and I've studied a lot of, I've had a lot of school, but this program, it was a different shade of things that I'd heard before because there's not that much new information, but sometimes we have to hear it a few different ways before it really sinks in and, and starts to infuse itself into our behavior and our thought patterns. And that's ultimately what we're trying to do. So, you know, I mean, this is something I probably saw on Instagram and went and did and it was huge. And I would definitely recommend it to anybody who's just wanting I mean, if you're in pain, if you're going through a breakup, financial instability, it's, it's amazing. It's just a tool. So I referenced him at the end of that reading and you can expect more of that throughout the book. Well, I think I've, I probably have probably about 50 resources in there. of just things that have really helped me recover from my unconscious human condition. I should I say as I'm recovering from my unconscious human condition because anyone who knows me personally has knows I'm not at the top of the hill, not even close, but I am much happier and much more stable than I ever have been. And at the end of the day, I think that's really all we can uh, call progress. What do they say in recovery? It's progress, not perfection. I... I do wonder sometimes, and I want it to just all be healed. I just really want to never experience pain (laughs) again. You know, I want things to be smooth sailing and not have to worry and be completely safe. And um, it's just not the world we live in. It's not the world that ever was. There was no idealized time where pain didn't exist and reality was so easy and I actually think today we are kind of lucky because at least we can talk about it today. I mean, people kind of idealize the 1950s as this idyllic uh, time, but do you know that, I mean, hardly anyone went to therapy. They prescribed cigarettes for <laughs> for mental health, you know, and there were, there were lots of drugs. There were lots. They prescribed Valium and opiates and all kinds of things for trauma, and we... And we wonder where this legacy of addiction and repression and um, if you look at the dysfunction today, we, we were completely in denial with, you know, at, in that time. And it really started to awaken in the 1960s and, and 70s. And, and we're just living in a time where we are enriched with more resources to help us to live our best lives and to uh, be self-healers than ever I mean, the internet is kind of amazing. And, I, and I'm not sure that we all really woke up to how much information is shared. You can learn anything. You can learn anything basically for free, just at the tip of your fingers. Can you imagine? I mean, that didn't happen till the 90s, right? So uh, we are so fortunate. We are so, we've been given so much. And for me, what that means is that I have a passion and I feel a responsibility to 
share what has been given to me. And I hope this podcast is doing this. I do hope you're getting something out of it. And I, I think you are because, oh my gosh, my favorite thing, you guys, I mean, on a pretty consistent basis, people tell me that they're listening and reading the books that I recommend and, and doing the things and watching the things on Gaia. And it's the coolest feeling. It is the coolest feeling and giving back. It's, um, it's kind of the completion of the cycle of our healing. In fact, I did a whole podcast on uh, giving back. I'll link that in the show notes, but it's kind of the end of the process and what I'm learning. And there's another podcast that I'll also put at the, at the, in my show notes, but it's called know thyself. My friend introduced it to me and these two guys are so, so brilliant. I just, they're so eloquent they're so knowledgeable about esoteric information and they talk about the cycles of our hero's journey and how we go through life and, um, giving back is kind of at the end, but you know what we need first? We need a challenge, a fall from grace. We need pain. We need strife. We need something to, to rub up against us that isn't comfortable because it catapults us into action on a journey of self-healing and power and giving back and becoming connected with our community and our humans and ourselves. So we do this in cycles and this podcast, Know Thyself, they talk about it a lot and um, we never fully arrive like I want to. Like I just want to like land on like a uh, Fantasy Island. <laughs> Although Fantasy Island wasn't that peaceful. Some of you are too young to even know what that was. I mean, they got there, then somebody would get murdered or something happened, but everybody always fell in love and it was just, it was like always a happy ending. Um, but um, maybe that is what my life is going to be like. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't even want Fantasy Island. I just want Peace Island. I think what I want is like Xanax Island, right? I just want like to go to an island and to be on the soft, cushy, level, happy plane and never, ever experience anything uncomfortable again. I think that, you know, my, I guess my, maybe my ego wants that, but without some grit, we don't go anywhere. We're too comfortable. We're way too comfortable. So learning to interact within the cycles, to how to take off our masks, how to be who we really are connect with people because we're actually showing up as our real selves. Quit trying to freaking impress people and make them think that you're like some G5 baller. What what the fuck? I don't even know what it is. I mean, like some of this materialism stuff and like, it really irks me like the buy, 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 consume. Um, Although, you know, I firmly believe that capitalism is works and is important, but Man, I, I don't feel uh, like becoming a victim of advertising and being manipulated by those telling me that I'm not good enough. So I better buy this or that or consume or, you know, I'm not going to be attractive or worthy. That's what the reading was about, right? I don't like it. It's a struggle. It's a struggle. I think that... Uh, you know, going completely off the grid and uh, never consuming anything is really my path, but maybe just some moderation, maybe not buying every damn thing, maybe not believing that every product I need in order to make me like a, a more attractive person, maybe that would be useful. 
maybe not being a slave to every fashion trend or having to show up like with, you know, just the right thing. I mean, I've spent a lot of time and effort stressing over all that shit, all of it. And I'm not immune to it now, but becoming awake, questioning your motives, being who you really are and just trusting that people are still going to love you. Even if you're not perfect, you know, uh, it's my goal. It's my goal. It's always, it's always peace and it's always love because in the end, that's what we're all chasing. Isn't it to be happy, to have a smile on our face, to be with people when we choose to that love us and accept us and, and make us feel good when we're around them. It's my goal. And I, I suspect that if someone really loves you, half the stuff that you obsess about, they're just not going to care. Right. At least that's the way I am with, with my people. I try to be, I try to be unconditional. Although I fail at that all the time too. <laughs> but the fact that I know that I fail at it is still better than I did 10 years ago, you know? Um, and maybe that's the gift of, of wisdom. And, and as we live year to year, we get to see ourselves and others a little clearer and, Realize that love really is the only thing that's important. I mean, you know, I spent some time at the charity event that we did with some, with some friends that I've had for a long time. And I just, it warms my heart to be with those people. And they just know everything about you and love you. And they don't give a rat's ass how you show up. They don't. They just want you to be there. They love your spirit, not your shoes. Right? <laughs> so... I'm, I'm incredibly, um, happy and grateful today and happy to be talking to you about this stuff. Um, everything that I have kind of mentioned, I'll link in the show notes for you. If you are bored and you should go back through my other shows and just go through the show notes, there's a plethora of information and cool stuff to check out there. And don't forget to come to my show next Saturday at Samuel and Galleries. It's from six to nine and it's my book launch and my books will be available then. And I probably have about 25 new paintings up. So you'll get to see the evolution of my work because it'll, the old stuff will be in the book. We might have a few old paintings up too. I'm, I'm not quite sure yet. So if you've never been to the gallery before, you have to come. It's absolutely spectacular. Of course, I am the featured artist for a couple of months, but we always have all of our artists up. Of course, J.D. Miller, Kelsey Ann Heimerman, uh, David Yarrow, Brandon Boyd, Punk Me Tinder, Lisa Schulte, and Art Fairchild. Um, I mean, there's a lot to see. And if you've never been, it's really great. Uh, we'll have wine and maybe some champagne and some things to drink and um, I, you'll really enjoy yourself and you can see the studio too. So <sighs> I hope, I hope everyone hearing this doesn't have any plans and they can come by. I mean, if you have a dinner, you can come by early and uh, at six o'clock and see me and grab a book. And if not, then the show will be up for a couple months. And um, so you can come by anytime they're open six days a week and you will not be disappointed. I don't think anyone ever is. So anyway, thank you so much for tuning in again. I love you guys. And I will probably release another episode uh, right before the show, maybe on Friday and get people to one last push to come in and see what's going on at Samuel and galleries and with my book launch. So I hope you have 
an incredible week. I hope you're doing well and um, loving yourself and nourishing yourself and all the things. Okay. Love you guys. As always, thank you for listening all the way through to the end of the Art of Podcast. I really appreciate it. If you are enjoying the show, please leave me a five-star review and a written review. It helps the show get listened to and distributed, and it's just really good. And I want to thank you in advance for that. If you want to connect with me on Instagram, it's Leah Fisher Art, and also visit my website because I have a great section that highlights a lot of the resources that I talk about on the show. And then it also has some of my art too, if you want to scroll around and look at that. And if you guys have any resources that you are really enjoying that are helping your healing or just making life a little bit better, share those with me because I would love to share them with my audience. And in the meantime, I hope everyone's doing great and I will talk with you soon.